music itself is a teacher you know it's like it always tells me what to do somehow it's like it gives you a framework for people to be together you know we talk about listening well just listen <laughs> everybody played music i can't figure out how some of this stuff that goes on in the world could be happening here we are on the weird music podcast with bill for bill man so glad to have you here so for everyone out there listening bill here is one of the most acclaimed jazz guitarists of all time if you've listened to bill's guitar playing you know it it feels mystical uh it feels like he has uh this true pure connection um with this divine lovely thing that we explore here called music bill to start this off on this podcast we talk a lot about the nuances of improvisation it always comes back to just deep listening and the band kind of all tapping in um to this same sort of plane and i'd love to talk to you here starting this off about your perspective on on improvisational music like what do you think it was about this type of music that attracted you um in the way that it has to bring you down this path? Um, wow, I mean, that's a huge question. I mean, when you say improvisation, I, when I think back as far as I can remember with music, it was always about letting your imagination go. The music opens this gate for your own imagination to enter into and then make something out of, you know? so. The first moments of playing, you know, just those first moments of trying to make a sound and you're with your friend and he's trying to make a sound. I mean, that's your you're improvising. That's what it is. Or or later on, you know, I was in the school music program playing clarinet in the bands and orchestras, and you know, you're 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 following all the rules, but that's where I learn, you know, how to count or how to read or how to listen to what's going on around me. But at the same time, you know, there was there was always this kind of mischievous juvenile delinquent thing going on. You know, I remember playing in the concert band. I was playing clarinet and my friends next to me. And, you know, we would mess around with stuff. You know, let's oh, let's play this backwards or do this or that. That's also a window into improvising. You know, you, you're sort of pushing up against what the what the structure is, man. It is a big question, <laughs> but you, I mean, you said it just in, as you were asking the question, you know, listening is the main thing. You're just listening to what's around you, but then you try to make something out of it. The music will lead you. And if you're with people that you trust, there's this thing about trusting each other. That's, that's the most incredible feeling. You know, we spend all this time practicing and learning and this and that but for me i want to be i want to always be at that place where i don't quite understand what's happening or what i'm doing you know i can practice and learn something but then i want to be pushing it a little bit further like if you're with a group or another person you learn the song right but you want to find out what what else is there so if you have this other person there that you trust and they trust you, you can sort of jump off the edge of what it is you know, and then that person will, can 
hold on to you or rescue you or I mean that that's what it feels like to me when you're in like the heat of the moment of where you like you said you know you've jumped off the side of the song and you're communicating in real time like in milliseconds even nanoseconds with with whom you're playing with can you talk to me about the kind of nonverbal communication going on like does it feel like you're inside each other's minds while you're playing <laughs> um as soon as you try to pin it down it's all over i've told this story a whole bunch of times years ago i was with my daughter she was working at this art center in vermont and there was this ping pong table outside and there was no one around so we start playing ping pong and then we we say oh let's let's not keep score let's just let's see if we can get up to a hundred without messing up you know time is going by we get up to like 20 25 30 40 mess up then finally i'm almost gonna just give up but we get we like get to a hundred and we're just in this zone it's like 100, 304, and then, you know, like 200, 300, 400. We're just going, or not thinking about anything, just bam, bam, bam. And when we got to 608, in my mind, I said, oh, man, I bet we can make it to 1,000. <laughs> and as soon as that thought went in my mind, bam, I blew, I blew it, you know. But the same thing when you're playing, like there's been these moments where you're just – you're so far in it you know like i'll be playing something and i'll realize wow i just played some amazing thing that i never played as soon as that thought goes in there it's like bam you're i'm lost you know and i'm screw something up or something, you know so it's just it, it's tricky to be to stay in that zone but that's a place i want to be all the time it's so awesome how analogous improvisation is to mindfulness and when you're listening to your favorite music like music that can bring you to tears what do you think it is about that music that can have such an effect on on your mind and your emotions i don't know if i i know i don't know if i can pinpoint it there's this thing about memory and and life experiences that music will trigger but then it'll take you into the future too even the simplest song or i don't even know if there is such a thing as a simple song but something you thought you understood and then you hear it again and it's like oh man i didn't realize that was there it just keeps going and going and going it's so humbling to speak with you you know for anyone out there listening bill's been playing guitar what is it like maybe 50 years bill and even it's still more <laughs> even more and it's still this this vast mystery to you and someone like myself you know i'm in the early stages of being a musician and i'll try to learn lessons from different people and to hear the way it's all so undefinable and it just is from your perspective it's so humbling it opens up like a whole a whole world of discovery as opposed to trying to like read a map i guess i would say yeah, I mean, you can never, you're never going to figure it out. You have to get comfortable with that. <laughs> I mean, for me, 
every day, it still feels, you know, what's out in front of you that you haven't gotten to yet is, it's infinite. It can be discouraging or it can wipe people out if you're expecting to figure it all out. So you have to be comfortable with just being in the process of trying to figure it out, you know? Did you ever have like internal conflicts when you were younger as a musician about giving up your sense of having it figured out and just kind of surrendering to infinity? Like you're saying, like, is that something you had to teach yourself how to do? I think it was sort of my first year in or second year in college or something. I really want to play, you know, I'm, and Bill Evans, the piano player, he came to this little club in downtown Denver and I was going to hear him play every night, right? It was his trio with Marty Morell and Eddie Gomez. So this is like 1972 or something like that. And I'm like, I'm just having these religious experiences hearing him, you know, he's one of my biggest heroes of all time. And I'm in this little club and, I'm, and he's like, man, I couldn't believe what was happening with the music. In my, This also goes back to something you were saying about perceiving it from the outside. Like what I was getting was religious experience, right? <laughs> it was like, just my mind was being blown at that point i'm thinking wow if i just work real hard someday i'm gonna i'll maybe i'll be able to experience what that feels like so then after a few nights i'm with my friends and i had this little volkswagen it's downtown denver in the middle of downtown and there's no one out there i'm going over to my car and then in the middle of the street there's bill evans is just standing there alone he had lost his ride back to the hotel. So we go up to him and we say, I'm the G, Mr. Evans. Oh my God, the music. It, I can't even tell you what, how great the music. And he was like, oh man, this whole week, I just can't, I can't get it together. I just, I couldn't believe what he was saying. Because in his own mind, he was really had been struggling. He was super bummed out, you know, and I was like, whoa, man, you got to be that. And so that was another eureka moment for me, like, oh, shit, you know, I guess this stuff is never going to go away. <laughs> it's just part of the deal. So that, that was where I, I kind of realized, oh, I better figure out a way to just, you know, be happy to be in the moment trying to figure it out, you know. And then I got to give him a ride back to his hotel. You know, I'm in my Volkswagen and he's sitting there and I couldn't believe it. That was so cool just to get to meet him. I want to ask you this question, but I can already anticipate like what you'd say. Like, does music have a purpose? Y yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't, I don't quite know how to put it. Music itself is a teacher you know it's like it always tells me what to do somehow it's like it gives you a framework for people to be together you know we talk about listening well just listen <laughs> that's but you think of all the what makes music work 
listening first or harmony, rhythm, tension, release. There's conflict, there's resolution. Whatever there is in music, it's, it's a model for, for just human interaction, you know. What was the question? <laughs> um, no, but I think it, it really can help us, you know. Like if everybody played music, I can't figure out how some of this stuff that goes on in the world could be happening. You know, so. Zooming to the side, looking back on that moment with Bill Evans and then everything that's ensued since then in your career, you've played prestigious stages, huge crowds alongside legends upcoming musicians listening to this it's almost like you've achieved their dreams and i want to ask you like achieving these like quote unquote like rock star dreams what has that shown you about what truly matters in life and like success and fulfillment and expectations what does that show you about what really matters in life well it still gets down to i know what i i mean i'm i'm thankful for all the recognition you know i i still can't even understand how this all happened you know I, whatever i get to make all these recordings and i've met all these people again it's the music itself just sort of leads it brings me to this these things all i've been doing is just trying to play <laughs> so whenever i've made a decision that's not based on the music it seems like something gets you know, if I make a decision based on the money or for some non-musical reason, it always seems to, I think I learned pretty early that that doesn't work for me. So I just try to stay on what is musically going to be the most inspiring for me. And that somehow it's always brought me to the right place and to the right people. And But I mean, I know I've been outrageously lucky you know it's it's mind-blowing it's like i won the lottery or something you know it's just the right person at the right time you know starting with my parents i've always had just incredible backup and support i mean i had friends that i grew up with that i played with where their parents didn't want them to be playing music or you know they had to be sneaking around or come over to my house to play where my folks we could make a bunch of racket in the basement or something. There's just been so many people along the way. I can't even, you know, I've had all kinds of teachers and friends and just people that encouraged me. That's some, I've been so lucky with that. I've been really lucky. All those moments where I could have been derailed, there was someone that came along. Earlier, you mentioned allowing your imagination while improvising when I asked my first question. Do you ever feel like you're pushing your imagination or do you ever feel like your imagination's kind of stopped up? Well, yeah, it definitely gets, uh, <laughs> things can get cluttered up in there. You know, if you're looking at the news and all that stuff and, you know, there's a lot going on. <laughs> like There was an, interview i saw with sonny rollins they were talking about all the news that we're hearing and you know there's just this constant barrage of heavy stuff going on you know i know we have to be aware but 
but he he just said no no just you know you can't solve everything he 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 got it down to just just practice you know and don't don't worry about all that just do what you can do right close to where you are the wisdom of these older guys like Sonny Rollins I always love to hear what he has to say because it just gets right down to the just the essential what we need to be doing just practice that's all I saw an interview with Pete Seeger like right close to the end of his life and I forget what was going on at the time some sort of messed up thing and he was trying to get Pete Seeger to you know after all the work you've done and da 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 and trying to get him to like get pissed off or something pete Seeger, no no there's so much i just i look around me and these younger people are you know he was talking about that thing about trying to do something right in this moment right where you are you can't solve the whole thing yourself you know but we can try to do something like right now you and me just put some kind of energy and and then that it that becomes contagious somehow you know it it does spread out so i don't know that i try to remember stuff like that that zone you're in on stage are you are you ever having that experience of imagination where where you're discovering what you might play next is there a visual component to that not really but i guess when i'm listening sometimes there'll be more visual stuff going on but when i'm in the midst of playing it's it's more it's just indescribable i can't say what it is it's doing anything like someone who dances or someone who draws or paints or writes words or is a gardener or someone who washes dishes i don't know maybe anything it's it's all coming from the same place we touched on practicing just a little bit uh you mentioned that's kind of all all one can do you know and affecting their immediate surroundings at this point in your career, what is what is practice? What does growth and evolution look like for you? Like, what specifically are you doing to get better for for tomorrow, or, or do you not feel feel like that's something you're doing these days? Um, I mean, I don't practice in the same way that I did years and years ago. There's it was more systematically playing scales or just trying to figure out the notes on the instrument. I mean, I write music a lot. I guess that's sort of my way of practicing more. I guess it's more sitting there trying to find a melody. It's like drawing, you know, like <laughs> writing a melody or writing a tune. It's like finding a line and then finding where it's going to go and hopefully having it take me into some place that I hadn't seen before. Also, I've been so lucky to get to play live so much you know i have a lot of gigs which is amazing if i talk to a younger we gotta practice we have to work on our stuff but when we're gonna go play with other people you can't be thinking about what you were practicing 
have to let that go and put all your attention on what's happening with the people you're with and the place you're at. You can't force what you were practicing in the day into what you were. It'll come out sometime eventually. But that's not the time to be thinking about what you were thinking about earlier in the day. That's a hard thing to shake off sometimes, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure you up-and-coming musicians, fans of yours, ask you for, for advice. What would you normally tell someone like that asking for, for musical advice? I mean, for me, it's super simple. Again, it's like just if you love it, go after it. It took me a while to be comfortable or to be not afraid to show what it was I really liked. You know, don't worry about trying to do what you think somebody else thinks is cool. You know, I think everybody, something will hit you in a certain way. Okay, I that, I like that. So just go after that. Stay true to what you love and, and then try to not be afraid to show it to other people. And then it'll be, that'll be who you are and it'll all work out. I think, <laughs> I don't know, 50 years ago or something, I'd hear something on the radio that was like kind of corny or something like it happened a lot with like Burt Bacharach songs or something like what the world needs now is love or I don't think oh that's kind of a corny you know it's not not hip it's not cool and I'd sort of push it aside but then but deep down it's like wow that actually is kind of a beautiful song you know so over the years I learned to just let that if i think it's beautiful i'm gonna play it if you think it's corny i, I don't care what you think but i think it's beautiful so i'm gonna play it so. love that have you ever gone down a rabbit hole uh, of like the origins of music yeah definitely like when i said if you find a song that's what's amazing to go and figure out where it came from or what's the first version of that song or you know i like i really like bob dylan or whatever so you know okay i like bob dylan so then what was he listening to and then you start going you know he was listening to hank williams and roscoe holcomb and doc boggs and robert johnson and someone like that could take you all over the place i love going back you know trying to figure out where it came from I was thinking about the song Moon River from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Like, that's a song that I've heard my whole life from when I was a little kid. I didn't, I never even knew where it was years later that I realized it came from the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But I'd hear it, you know, there's all kinds of versions of that song, Moon River. And then, so then there's a scene in Breakfast at Tiffany's where Audrey Hepburn is sitting out on this fire escape, playing the guitar, singing that song, right? So that's kind of the first, you know, first time anybody really heard the song. And it turns out that you know, she's not really playing the guitar. It's this guy, Bob Bain, is playing the, the guitar. And he was talking about 
it just blows my mind to think that he was the first person to ever play that song that everybody knows. Everybody's heard this song now, but there was a moment he was describing when I guess it was on the set of the movie or it was that he's okay. Here's Audrey Hepburn. Hi, Bob, you know, nice to meet you. And they go and they're going to, and she's, she's learning the song for the first time and he's playing the song for the very first time. You know, and I think, wow, that's amazing. That's the guy that played that song before anybody in the whole world had ever heard it, you know? Anyway, I love stuff like that. Bill, man, thank you so much. Uh, your music, it, it adds so much meaning to my days. Like you mentioned going on walks. I'll just, I'll throw in my headphones, I'll throw on pretty stars and I immediately just feel the sanctity of life. Like just like, oh, beauty. And it's mm-hmm. a push of a button and I just go to type in Bill Frizzell and there it is. Um, wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for a lifetime of, of putting your heart into your work and based off this interview, man, it's, it's inspiring how true you stay to the art as opposed to trying to um, rigidly fit it in to serve uh, some other purpose like fame or money or pleasing people. Bill, man, thank you for being an inspiration. This has been the Weird Music Podcast. As, as we're wrapping up here, Bill, um, anyone who listened this far, anything they can be excited about coming from you this year? Any, any tour announcements or, or albums or anything like that? Well, I'm, I've been lucky lately things started up i'm touring a lot again <laughs> traveling all over the place i just made a new album just a couple weeks ago recorded a new album that'll come out in the i think if everything goes smooth it'll come out in the fall i don't even know what it's called or anything yet but um but that's coming out and then i mean i'm playing all the time so hopefully see somebody somewhere i'd love to see you in person bill man i'm looking forward to it hopefully there's some ohio dates bill for sell everybody thank you bill thank you take care you made it this far thank you for listening and a big thank you to our sponsors hemp relief cbd sem tickets Devil Wind Brewing and Artillery Productions. We've got links in the description below. Go check out all the awesome stuff they've got going on. And yeah, much love, everyone.